you're listening to the Tongue Tie Experts Podcast, a weekly program providing information and support for those families impacted by tongue and lip tie and the professionals caring for them. I'm Lisa Palladino, a midwife and a lactation consultant with over 30 years of experience. If you are a parent looking for answers or a professional who is curious to learn more than what you learned in school on this topic, welcome. This podcast is for you. A gentle disclaimer, please do not consider anything discussed on this podcast by myself or any guest of the podcast to be medical advice. The information is provided for educational purposes only and does not take the place of your own medical or lactation provider. Thank you. Welcome back everyone to the Tongue Tie Experts podcast. I am Lisa Palladino and I'm very excited to have Renata Nami with me today. Renata is the founder of the Airway Circle. Renata has been a registered dental hygienist since 2010. She has her associate's degree from Armstrong Atlantic State University in Savannah, Georgia, and her bachelor's of science degree in dental hygiene from Georgia Highlands University. The initials after her name are ones I want her to explain because we may not all know what they mean, RDH, BSDH, and COM. So while taking a continuing education class in 2016, Renata was introduced to the word the world of myofunctional therapy and immediately knew that that was her calling. She was excited to learn that the tenets of myofunctional therapy encapsulate many of her passions, which include breastfeeding, the import of early childhood development and airway health. Growing up as a mouth breather, and we'll talk about that, Renata personally experienced the challenges that those with myofunctional disorders often face. That's why she's so passionate about spreading the knowledge she has acquired regarding airway-related health issues over the years. And that passion comes out, Renata. Thank you so much for being with us. And, you know, instead of me reading about Airway Circle, I really want to delve into that today because that's how I found you. And I so admire what you're doing with the networking aspect of Airway Circle also what we have to do you know often in the world of tots we talk about connecting the dots and today i want to connect the dots between my typical patient uh which is a breastfeeding dyad or a baby mm-hmm. with what that how that gets to the patient that comes to you or or the or professionals that have your degrees so let's get started tell me about airway circle and and how that came about Well, first of all, thank you so much, Lisa, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And I'm so proud of this podcast. You are doing fantastic. It was much needed for us to to have this conversation out there. And as you can tell, people um, are loving it. Um, So first of all, just thank you. And then uh, let me explain the letters after my name. So RDH is registered dental hygienist. BSDH is the bachelor's in science in dental hygiene. Uh, that allows you to teach. And then um, COM is certified or facial myologist. Mm-hmm. So there's no standardized training in myofunctional therapy. 
um, but there is this certification through the IAOM uh, that you can do that's very, very difficult. Um, you have to take a written exam and you have to um, show your ca uh, some cases and they have to watch you taking patients, you know, do a clinical exam uh, for you to be able to be certified. You're required to have a um, certain amount of hours of continuing education every so often. So, um, so if you have the COM, it means you went to the IAOM. So you've I taken a course through the right. IAOM and you have been certified through the IAOM. Okay. Uh, it's Which just very, that's very vigorous. I know. Yes. I've, I've looked into that. <laughs> yes. It took me a whole year. Yeah. Uh, just to get a written exam done. Um, I had a, a newborn at home, um, but it's it's a very well done and, and written program. So I'm very glad I went through it. Yeah. Um, and then um, so I've been a myofunctional therapist since um, about 2016 when I you know fell into this rabbit hole mm -hmm. um, and you, you start taking courses, you start reading books and then you start uh, treating patients first, family and friends mm -hmm. to kind of figure out exactly you know what your program is going to be like and what you're doing. Um, and then more heavily um, in the past three years or so, uh, that my company has kind of blown up mm -hmm. um, because more and more patients are getting uh, interested in in tongue ties and mouth breathing, you know, and sleep. They want to feel better. They want to learn what else they can do. Um, I feel like nowadays patients are being their own advocates. People are taking control out of their health. Mm -hmm. Yes, so they are starting to ask more questions instead of just accepting um what physicians are telling them mm -hmm. um which is amazing and it's just incredible how much more we can help our patients by you know digging and looking at the the root cause what exactly um might be causing these issues and what we can do to help them feel better mm -hmm. i love that you use the term root cause you know on the other side of my practice I'm a midwife, a women's health practitioner, and I have studied and practiced functional medicine. And functional medicine is finding the root cause and, mm -hmm. and, and solving that. And, you know, asking why, you know, we just have to keep asking why and why and yes. why. And it, it goes along, it correlates so well with this field of, and, and, and of all ages and stages mm -hmm. of life, right? Yes. All the different anomalies that can be going on. And we just keep saying, yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? Mm -hmm. What else can we do instead of just medicating or putting Band-Aids on problems, right? Yeah. Definitely. It's so interesting. So you mentioned the patients that are coming to me at four or five years old. Mm -hmm. So those are patients that were missed uh, whenever they were babies for one reason or another, either they were able to breastfeed just fine, had no issues, um, or they had breastfeeding issues and mom decided to, um, or sometimes you, you have no control over it. Right. Um, right. The baby was uh, bottle fed or formula fed. Um, and then maybe some feeding issues afterwards were ignored. You know, nowadays we feed our children mush all the time so we blend their food i mean i was so proud to do that with my daughter <laughs> blending her food and um 
pouches, baby food, mac and cheese, chicken fingers and French fries. I mean, you no longer need teeth to eat. Right. Isn't so, that something? And I, I think it started even back in my generation, because when mm-hmm. I think about, you know, first of all, you know, not to get personal, but it's all personal, right? Yes. I was bottle fed. Um, my mother bragged about how far I would throw up. Which is wow. I had, she said I had a flat head and the doctor wanted me to sleep with a roll under my neck. Right. Wow. Play Josephaly, right? I mean, like all you look back and you can put all the pieces together, but sometimes when a family is in it and they don't have the proper guidance or they don't have anyone around them to support them and, and say, maybe it's this. Babies compensate really well. And then we start feeding them the foods that work for them. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's what happens a lot. So things just get missed. You know, as we're growing up, we don't really know as a parent, we don't really know what is normal, what is not, what to look for. You know, we we all hear that children can be picky eaters. We all hear Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, some children just don't, don't breastfeed or some moms just run out of milk. I mean, we all hear these things, mm-hmm. but whenever you're not a professional, um, it, it's made culturally, it's made as something very normal. So we just accept and we move on. So when children are getting to four or five years old, maybe some more issues then start coming out. Their speech is still not super clear. Mm-hmm. Then they start asking questions, you know, they're going to school and now they have ADHD symptoms, you know, they're super mm-hmm. hyper. So then these things kind of start coming out around that age. And then parents start asking questions, you know, the mm-hmm. child is still wet in the bed. There's not, they're not sleeping well through the night. Um, so those are the type of, uh, patients that are coming to me around that age. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So airway issues lead to behavior issues and mm-hmm. obviously sleep issues and not sleeping adds to more issues. And it's just a vicious cycle. And mm-hmm. I, I do know that in the mainstream medical model, what we do then is just give medications for each yeah. of those problems. And that doesn't mm-hmm. solve anything. And it often makes it worse, right? It is so sad. I mean, all these children that are taking Marilax for chronic constipation. And mm-hmm. yes, there's, there are many reasons why somebody can be constipated out there. But let's look at everything. You know, let's look at this child's diet. Let's look at this child's water consumption. Let's look at this child's tongue. Maybe mm-hmm. they're tongue tied. Let's look at their swallowing. Maybe they're not chewing their food enough. Mm-hmm. Um, not even eating enough because you know? they, they have such a struggle with eating. Mm-hmm. So, so how do families find you? Like who refers to a myofunctional therapist? Um, I like to say the myofunctional therapists are the middle puzzle piece of a multidisciplinary team, mm-hmm. because we have a little bit of knowledge in all of these different fields, because we need to be able to refer out. So when they find me a lot of times through social media, um, they will, I will look and then I'll, I'll be able to either refer them to an occupational therapist if I see some issues uh, with reflex integration or sensory issues to a physical therapist. Uh, if they need more body work, um, I refer to an orthodontist mm-hmm. if uh, they need help growing their jaws a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I refer to an ENT if I see issues with tonsils or uh, maybe adenoids. Of course, I cannot see the adenoids. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I refer to, you know, an IBCLC if I, I don't see personally babies, but uh, for a myofunctional therapist who sees babies, we would refer to an IBCLC if that baby is breastfeeding or bottle feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are the middle puzzle piece, but usually I have orthodontists, dentists that refer to me. Uh, those are the main two. Uh, because they see patients twice a year in the dental office for regular cleanings. Mm -hmm. And it is such a perfect place for you to screen these patients for airway issues. Mm -hmm. You can see what their tongue looks like. You can see what their palate looks like. You can see if they have tons of cavities. Mm -hmm. A lot of cavities can, you know, come from mouth breathing. If they have a tongue tie, they, or I like to call it a tongue restriction, Mm -hmm. they cannot clean their teeth very well. That's going to allow more plaque to stay on their teeth and also increase the chances of cavities. So there's so much more. As soon as that patient walks back, how are they walking into the room? Mm -hmm. You know, are they walking on the tip of their toes? There's just so much that's related that we can, we can start looking at. Do they have crowding at all on their teeth? Um, Are they breathing through their mouth? Do they have a stuffy nose constantly? Mm -hmm. Um, Are they extremely hyper in the dental chair trying to touch everything? So uh, in a it's dental really, office, it's really um, fascinating to me how the dental office has become for those dentists who are doing this right, such a holistic assessment. I mean, mm-hmm. even in for grownups on the other side of things, I know yes. my own dentist, Dr. Victor Avis. I don't know if you met Dr. Avis, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to have him on. Um, you know, he starts with taking your blood pressure. Like when yes. I never had my blood pressure checked. I did that. Sometimes <laughs> you go to the, the OBGYN mm-hmm. and yeah, blood pressure, mm-hmm. right? So here they are checking your blood pressure, asking you all the right questions because on the other end of the spectrum is cardiac issues related mm-hmm. to dental health on all all aspects of dental health, right? What bacteria live in our mouths and all that. Yeah. I digress. I love the whole I love that you know, we have so, so many opportunities to address our health that get missed, as we were saying, yes. you know, earlier. And here is the biggest one of all, you know, the dentist who is becoming in the right circles, the best mm-hmm. or very important aspect of the healthcare team. You're absolutely right in the right circles. Yeah. And we, we created yeah. this airway circle. Right, now right. <laughs> That's a great segue. So let's talk about airway circle because I don't know. I feel like it's everywhere doing everything. Every time I look up, you know, like oh, airway circles got this going on. They're doing this course. They have this podcast, you know, and I love it. I love it. But tell, tell our listeners, especially for the professionals, because it's more of a professional mm-hmm. um, program, right? It is a little bit of both mainly for professionals, but the whole point of us creating airway circle it's because all of these patients need the help they want the help but they don't know where to go to Mm -hmm. so i thought one day my goodness we need to have a directory that encompasses all of these different courses that are out there all the different associations that are out there Mm -hmm. so people know that if they choose somebody from that directory they know they're going to look at the root cause they know they're going to be uh, well taken care of, and they're going to try to do everything prevent preventively before they recommend surgery or medication. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started reaching out to to the community and created, you know, a Facebook group, and we started doing clubhouse meetings because you can't, you have to be able to share what you know. 
Yeah. You know, the second that I learn something new and I keep it to myself, I don't help anybody else. The mm-hmm. second that I share that I'm actually helping myself also. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know what? The important thing that I think gets missed in medical, dental, mm-hmm. every kind of education is the interdisciplinary sharing. Yes. Right. Cause yes. we learn in silos. I say this all the time when I'm talking about my, my own professional course, most of the time we learn in our own silos and we don't learn each other's languages and we don't learn how to talk to each other. So that's, that's one so of the, the beautiful aspects of the airway circle that you've created. It's all Thank you. Aspects. Thank you. And yes, I mean, you know, being able to hear from all of these amazing professionals from all over the world mm-hmm. um, about exactly what they do, what they are looking at. It has helped me become a better clinician because it's now that I'm looking at my patient, I might notice something that I didn't see before because we all say this, you know, you only see what you know. Did you learn about tongue tie in school? I know I didn't. Do you want to have more confidence with the breastfeeding infants that come to your practice? So many of the students of the Pro Guide to Tongue Tie are IBCLCs, CLCs, other lactation professionals, or speech language pathologists who are looking to gain more knowledge of breastfeeding as it relates to babies with tongue tie. We are really excited when we have SLPs in the course because most of the time SLPs and lactation professionals don't learn together. We also have anyone from a doula to midwives to nurses to physical therapists, occupational therapists. If you are a professional that either already works with breastfeeding families or would like to, Think about joining the Professional's Guide to Tongue Tie in the Breastfeeding Infant. You can learn all about the signs and symptoms of tongue tie, how to assess for tongue tie in the breastfeeding infant, and you can learn my successful protocols. I've been doing this work for over 10 years, and I share it all in the Professional's Guide. If you would like to check it out, it's www.tonguetieexperts.net slash professional course. The link is in the show notes. And as always, you can use the code podcast 15 for 15% off. I almost forgot to share my favorite part. We have a community growing all around tongue tie and breastfeeding and all aspects of assessment and treatment of tongue tie. If you're a student of the course, you get admission into our group and we have live events. We have a a meetup coming next week on Zoom, of course, and we will be networking and collaborating and talking about cases. We'll be sharing research that we found. It's, It's all about community. So if this sounds like something that you would be interested in, we'd love to have you. Again, it's tonguetieexperts.net slash professional course and use the code podcast 15 to get 15% off. Hope to see you in the group. The more you learn, the more you're going to be able to, to direct your patient to the right professional. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have weekly webinars 
they are free live. You know, Airway Circle is a huge about giving back. The whole point that we're doing this is to grow the field and to be able to help more patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so we offer this weekly webinars and um, it's on Thursdays nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And we go live on Zoom and then on Facebook. Um, and then we also have a book club that meets every two months. Mm-hmm. And we have the authors come talk about the book. And we have a study club where we share cases only that's monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all from experience all about exactly this is what the patient came up with. These were the issues. And this is what we did. This mm-hmm. are the other professionals that were involved and these are the results. So this is um, the work. This is what didn't work. So that exactly so that we don't have to learn separately what works, right? Exactly. Um, and we're very big about sharing in that study club, um, you know, things that we do with our patients, what, what has worked experience wise. It's all about experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a WhatsApp group uh, that veered off from that study club <laughs> that we talk over there almost daily, uh, mm-hmm. sharing cases and ideas uh, with each other. Uh, it's just become this really tight knit, you know, group that is extremely supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have not found anybody on Airway Circle yet um, that doesn't want to give as right. much as they right. are getting. Right. That's beautiful. Um, it's like everyone's checking their egos at the door. And yes. just being there for the mission that you've set exactly, up. exactly, and, that, and that's you know that's a testament to how well you've set it up, oh, you know, you. and that's not easy. So you know, kudos yes, to I you. mean, I, I I think it's one of those things that it was it was needed. We didn't know it was needed, but there was you know this need for us to to talk to each other. And um, I am so glad. I mean, I I'm not doing any of this by myself. I have my Airway Circle girls that help me. They're uh-huh. all volunteers. All of us are volunteers, including uh-huh. myself. Uh-huh. And we put so many hours into creating these, these meetings. And we have courses almost uh-huh. monthly. And you have um, a membership, correct? So yeah. So I we have the membership. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your support. I mean, we really appreciate uh-huh. uh, everybody that wants to um, to join us in our efforts, you know, like I was saying, it takes a lot of work and effort for us to put this together. Mm -hmm. Um, but the more support we have that, you know, the more we're going to grow this, everybody's going to benefit. Right. And patients. Yeah. And I want to just mention that there's not enough IBCLCs in the group. So if you're an IBCLC, please come and join our circle because more of us so that, the cases get more towards lactation, you know, because yes. we, don't, we don't only want to be talking about older kids. We want yes, to be you guys are, you life. guys are the first ones. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk so much about breastfeeding and how important it is. And I get messages daily of a patient saying, you know, which yeah, IBCLC should I go to? What questions right. should I ask them exactly? Right. And, you know, or they have seen just like any other professional, you know, they've, they've seen a speech pathologist, they've seen all those other professionals and nobody has ever mentioned a tongue tie. Right. You know, right. we try to explain that it's not common knowledge in dental school, medical school, <laughs> dental hygiene school. Nobody really explains that there are different right. types or different severities of restrictions. You have right. to take extra courses for these. And right. unless you have a personal, um, you know, experience, if you have a child or a grandchild or somebody that might have these issues that you go look for this information, 
most of the professionals are fine doing what they're doing, what they learned in school and they're making enough money and they're busy enough. They don't really have to do anything else. So, um, you know, that if you find somebody on the area circle, these are people that are putting the time to study more and to learn more and to always, always grow, uh, in their career to be able to help their patients more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I excuse the professionals who don't know, you know, like, well, they can't help it. They haven't learned about it in school. And I think, and I go, but you know what? We didn't learn about it in school either. Exactly. Right. It's something about a curiosity to learn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I tell the story about having, I had three babies in one week in my office once that Mm -hmm. I couldn't help. Uh And I, cause I didn't know about tongue tie Mm -hmm. like over 10 years ago. And, you know, my preceptors didn't know about tongue tie. So I didn't learn about tongue tie in my Mm -hmm. CLC training. I have three medical degrees, you know, two licenses to practice. (laughs) And I knew very little and Mm -hmm. I felt horrible. And then I found a group. Um, at the time there was going to be a conference and I was like, I never even heard of this. How could there be a conference about this? And I went and I walked in and, and it was like, I was like, wow, I found my people, wow. you know, like, just like how you feel with airway circle. Now, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was one of the first, um, tongue tie professional organizations, which has since evolved and, and broken mm-hmm. up, or whatever. but at the time it was just amazing. And I met people there that I'm friends with to this day and that we've learned together and grown together. So it's, it's really, um, I don't know if it's, if we should blame the people who don't know or not. Not at all. Not at all. They're not to blame. Like I said, I've been uh, here to so many orthodontists office, you know, telling them, Oh my goodness, we need to start getting these kids earlier. Let's start expanding. You know, it's not about their teeth. It's about their breathing Mm -hmm. because that's going to affect all the areas of their lives. Mm -hmm. And they look at me, they say, Renata, I've been doing this for 20 years. Why do I have to change? Right. They're making enough money. They don't have any room to put any more patients. They're so busy. Right. You know, they're in, in their sense. I mean, there's no reason for them to spend so much money learning new things, adding new appliances that they haven't, you know, used before. It's a lot. It, it is a lot. Is and a lot. I understand and, that. And then, and then taking that step back and saying what I've been doing maybe hasn't been the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. That but, is the mm-hmm. hardest thing yeah. for you to actually accept that maybe you could have harmed some patients along the way. Nobody wants to yeah. admit that. I mean, I know I have for yeah. lack of knowledge, right? Uh, yeah. being a dental hygienist, I have missed so many patients that I could have helped better. Mm-hmm. These children that would come in with tons of plaque on their teeth, you know, and I'm like, you, you're just not brushing. Well, no, they had a tongue tie and they couldn't clean. I mean, all mm-hmm. day long, your tongue is moving around and cleaning your teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly gathering so much plaque, there has to be something mm-hmm. else, you know, but yeah. anyways. Yeah. So you know what? Just because there might be parents listening who don't understand what we're saying about expanding rather. Let's yes. just do a, a simple explanation about traditional orthodontics makes the mouth look beautiful, mm-hmm. but it doesn't solve the problems of, and maybe you can explain better, the problems yes. the way things are in your mouth. Yeah. So in this airway field, we are looking at craniofacial development. Mm -hmm. What are things that could um, 
increase the chances of your upper jaw and your lower jaw, your whole face really to grow to its full potential. Um, so lack of breastfeeding is one thing that's going to, you know, take you in the opposite direction. Not chewing hard foods is also going to prevent your face from growing better and mouth breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they, when you have a child, a small child, their teeth are supposed to be like a picket fence, a tooth and a whole space, a tooth and a big space. And when their teeth are touching and it's a beautiful smile, uh, you know, already at that point that that child's going to need braces because they don't have enough room. Mm-hmm. So we can go ahead and start growing those jaw, the, the jaws so we can, they will have enough room for their teeth when they're older. Mm-hmm. Traditional orthodontics just wants to fit the teeth into the jaws that they have. Mm-hmm. So usually they will wait until this patient is about 12 years old. Mm-hmm. If they really are super crowded, have no room for their teeth. A lot of times they will extract four premolars, two on the top and two on the bottom. And yep. then what they do, they push the really, uh, <laughs> they push the front teeth yeah. back. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you just made the jaws smaller. Mm-hmm but the teeth look beautiful and they fit beautifully. Mm -hmm. But now you have a tongue that does not fit Mm -hmm. to that space very well. Uh, And there, you know, things that could start happening if your tongue is too big for your jaws, it can start falling in the back of your throat whenever you're asleep, causing an obstruction, causing sleep issues because you're not breathing as well. It can cause swallowing issues. Your tongue is supposed to fully suction to the roof of your mouth and create a vacuum seal every time that you swallow. That could cause you to swallow air. I mean, there's so much that can go into plus, it. Plus all of that leads to a high narrow palate when you're making exactly. things grow, which affects because the top of the mouth is the bottom of the sinus cavity. Yes. So if we have any parents listening that have kids with chronic sinusitis or always having like black, dark circles under their, their eyes, they're not sleeping well, it, and they a lot of sinus issues, it could be because they're breathing through their mouth instead of their nose because they can't breathe through their nose, right? Exactly. All of those that you just mentioned are sign of the maxilla not being fully developed. Mm-hmm. So people that are in the airway field they know to look at a child and say, there's something that we can do. Let's help those jaws grow. And what can you do? Promote nasal breathing, promote the tongue being up on the roof of the mouth. And more importantly, the back portion of the tongue being up on the roof of the mouth, whatever you have to do to create that vacuum seal, that's what, where your tongue needs to be. Uh, And that's also going to promote jaw growth, the nasal breathing and the tongue position uh, and and chewing hard foods and all that is going to promote jaw growth. Uh, but some uh, airway dentists and orthodontists will go ahead and start expanding those jaws. So they put devices on the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some are removable, some are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and those will um, increase the size of the jaws a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. By age eight, 80% of your upper and lower jaw are fully formed. Wow. The lower, that, I think, the lower, I think, is even faster than that. Dentist, yeah. Exactly. People. So by the time they go to the orthodontist, they're pretty much fully formed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's still things that they can do, but if you want to optimize 
what that child is going to look like, what the child, you know, the their breathing is going to be for the rest of their lives. We need to start early. We need to start looking at these things early. So yeah. starting with a myofunctional therapist is the best place you can start. That's a question that I get all the time. So yeah. I'll go ahead and mention that. Yes, because, absolutely. Because yeah. we refer to all these other patients, right. all these other professionals. If you, if know, you go to it, you exactly, know who people are. If you go to an ENT first, mm-hmm. it's very unlikely that they're going to say, maybe you should go see a myofunctional therapist. Right. You know, if you go to an orthodontist first, you know, a lot of times they're not going to refer out, but we will. Right. Yeah. I get this question all the time. You know, if I have a family come to my office and they have, they're coming to me with their baby, but they have older children. Yes. They'll say, you know what? I think my other child has a tongue tie, or I think I have a tongue tie. Who should I go to? And I always say, and we don't have enough of them where I live. You Mm -hmm. have to start with a myofunctional therapist. For some reason, everyone wants to start with someone with the doctor in front of their name. Yes. That's like a, a very big block to being mm-hmm. able to refer to myofunctional therapist because for me to try to explain to them that a myofunctional therapist will understand and be able to treat the child and tell you where to go yes. before the doctor Mm-hmm. It's kind of not always well received. I have to be honest, but you know, yeah, it's not. And I'm like, please, please don't go right. <laughs> don't go straight to him. Cause I know he'll do the release and the, and the, exactly. don't do the release yet because your child isn't ready for the release. That might not be the right time. And then you're hurting the baby or the child for no reason and going mm-hmm. through the trauma of it without having full function improved. Cause as with baby tongue tie, it's not just about releasing the frenum it's about letting the tongue learn to work in the new ways that it needs to work and if we can get that happening before the release at any age we'll yes. have better results right and addressing the whole body because a tongue restriction you're gonna yeah. see consequences down your whole body mm-hmm. to your hips and to your feet and the way that you walk mm-hmm. and the way that you you know, all of it is related. So we have to address everything. It's very important. Yeah. And even also emotional regulation. A lot of those kids are just not ready for that release. I mean, think about that word. It's a release. Mm-hmm. It's releasing so much. The fascia is so tight. Mm-hmm. And when you release that, it, it causes a lot of emotional things. So yeah. it's important for us to address it all. Yes. I love that. I love mentioning that. I actually... I can't reveal who it is yet, but I have a guest that's going to be coming Mm -hmm. on when she's ready to tell about her tongue tie experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I spoke to her before she went and she thought she was ready. And it Mm -hmm. turns out that it was so Mm -hmm. much more than she expected and things are bumpier. So that's why she hasn't come on yet. She's like, no, Uh I'm not ready to talk about it yet. So, yeah. So stay tuned for that, everyone. I, I, you know, and it's somebody who's like, pretty well known in the wellness space. So it's going to be really cool. Like, <laughs> have her on. Anyway, so um, Renata, is there anything else? Like, is there anything we haven't covered on today that you would like my audience to know about or to hear either about what you do as a myofunctional therapist or about airway circle at all? Um, if, uh, anybody listening, that's looking for a professional, you can go to airwaycircle.com and click on directory, type your state and just click enter. You're going to see many, many professionals around your state, um, that you could reach out to if that's something that, uh, you need, or if you know somebody, please just share, share our directory. 
we have a podcast that we started that has three different shows. One is more for moms. The other ones are more for professionals. It's called Area Circle Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will touch on our membership really quickly for the professionals that are listening. We have two different options. One of them, it's $35 a month and you get access to all of our webinars and some extra things. We have discounts. We have member highlights. We have um, a research folder. And then we also have the Golden Circle membership. The Golden Circle includes almost everything that Airy Circle has to offer, which are the weekly webinars, the study club, the book club, um, and our monthly courses. Every month or so, we have these, these extension airway courses uh, and you, you pay one monthly fee and you have access to it all. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm going to put the links in the show notes. So everybody can go to the show notes and um, click on the links and get the information they need. I love the directory. You know, it's Thank something you. I've been trying to do inside of my, um, you know, inside my um, course and inside mm-hmm. the Facebook groups that I run. And yes. for it to be successful, I know how difficult that is. So mm-hmm. again, m- much admiration to you because I'm trying Thank to do you. that and it's it's not easy. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And it's insane now, you know, and a year and a half later, how many messages I get weekly of professionals saying, thank you so much. Airy Circle just sent me a patient. Airy Circle yeah, just sent me beautiful. a patient. So we're, we're sending and, a lot of people Think there. of all those patients that are being helped and how many families yes. are having improvements and better life, better life cycles, better, um, you know, better quality of life for everyone in the family. It's one of those things, you know, we all have a purpose while we are here, Mm -hmm. uh, but we always have to look at what are we doing for other people? Mm -hmm. You know, what can we do today to improve somebody's life Mm -hmm. a little bit more? Sometimes it's, you know, checking on a friend of yours or saying hi to somebody or calling you know, the cashier by their name. Um, and in this field, everybody that goes into this field, we all are extremely passionate about helping people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you for everything that you were doing also. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. Yes, we all should do something every day to make the world a better place, right? Yes. <laughs> ah, well, that's a beautiful place to end. And I just want to thank you. I completely enjoyed our conversation and I know that our listeners will as well. And definitely everyone who's listening, check out the show notes, check out Airway Circle and um, stay tuned for more episodes like this. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Tongue Tie Experts podcast. Check out the show notes for useful links about the topics we discussed and for ways to follow us on social media. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed listening, we'd love it if you'd rate, review, and share with your friends and colleagues. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.